Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. In the next hour, Dr. Pat showcases some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Get ready to live life full out. Here's your host, Dr. Pat Basile. Hey, everybody. Welcome. I want to welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. We have a great show for you today, but before we get going, I want to make a couple of announcements. Um, I want to, first of all, thank everybody out there for your participation in One the Event. Um, and One the Event is not something that began and, and has now finished. It's an ongoing way for all of us to participate beyond the weekend event of September 9th, 10th, and 11th. The vision of Eric Lawyer continues. You're going to find, if you go to the website, onetheevent.org, that they are now putting up all of the webcasts, all of the activities that went on over that three-day weekend. And so this is, for all of you right now, absolutely free to be able to look at uh, some of the most uh, incredible people in the field of human potential, and spirituality, people like Barbara Marks Hubbard and Ocean Robbins and Lindsay Wagner and um, uh, James O'D. Many, many, many people participated in this. And so thanks to all of you for your support and your clarity on what the vision and the mission of that event is. And it does continue today, later on, uh, on the, the Dr. Pat Show. We're going to be bringing those folks back so that we can talk about what their experience was like. You know, did their vision, did their mission, did what they have in mind get achieved? And so today, I'm thrilled to be talking about the importance of mission and making a difference. I am, I'm thrilled to be talking about how we can make a difference, period. What that means, how each of us shows up, what our calling has been in this world, how we know what our calling is, what it means to have that level of clarity, and what happens when we don't. And so today, Monique Morimoto Flaherty is joining me here today uh, as someone that is coaching people globally on how to understand what their lives are about, how to take their lives in the direction that they want to go, and uh, how she can take what she has learned and bring it to the forefront to help others. She's also co-authored two books, uh, created a guided meditation C- CD, and you'll hear more about that. Beyond all of that, she has a very, very powerful aspect of her coaching business, which we'll hear a little bit about today, uh, and hear about how she helps people uh, by working with Horses. I think that's phenomenal. Joining us as well is Bridget uh, Shaheen, and I hope I, I got that pronunciation right, who is also someone that understands what vision and mission is all about. You know, she is someone that looks at life, looks at contributing, and looks at what can be done to make things happen. You know, helping people that sometimes cannot help themselves. You're going to hear both stories of how these two amazing individuals got to the place that they're at today and what vision and mission means. Bridget and Monique, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dr. Pat. It's great to be here again. Thank you, Dr. Pat. It's a privilege. So I want each of you to take a turn answering this question before we get into the conversation. Um, and, and, And the question is, you know, the topic today is looking at, you know, clarity, looking at vision, looking at mission, looking at one's life. And I wanted to each, ask each of you, starting with Bridget, you, I believe, um, when was it that you had the aha moment, if you can recall, that shifted the direction of your life? It's an amazing thing, Dr. Pat. I actually have always wanted to be with and uh, surround myself with people who are poor since basically the fourth grade. Um, the opportunity, however, didn't become available for me until the early 80s. Wow. And, uh, and the aha moment was basically when God put in front of me an opportunity through a friend um, who had just come back from a trip to India to work with Mother Teresa, uh, came and said, 
I really am looking at and want to do something to work with people who are poor. Mother Teresa told me to go home and find the poor in my own country, where they're not only physically but spiritually poor as well. And my reaction was, I'm on board. Let's go. So um, I was blessed in 1981 with the opportunity to move forward what I had always, with what I had always felt was a calling. Well, you know, we're going to talk more about that. Monique, how about you? Well, I had been working as uh, the director of quality in a life science company up until 1999 and uh, had experienced through that, through that time my desire to bring people to their fullest potential on their jobs. And in 99, I got uh, downsized, and within a month, somebody introduced me to coaching, life coaching, through a book by Cheryl Richardson called Take Time for Your Life. And I read that book, and I realized that the philosophy that I had brought into the management style and being a leader in the organization was all about empowerment. And when I realized that I could become a coach and work on a one-on-one level and also work with people in organizations, I jumped, jumped on it. And, you know, that aha moment really came when I felt a place in me light up, a place in me that said, uh, we could relax a little bit and say, you found something that speaks to your heart. Well, you know, th- this is really the, the, what is it, the $64 million question. I guess due to inflation, we got to make that the $64 billion question. Um, but the question then becomes, you know, in looking at the importance of mission and the importance of making a difference, what is it that each of you suggests that people get really clear about? Well, from my perspective as a coach, it's about getting clear about what you do naturally well. What lights up your heart? And in order to get clear about that, we have to work through all of the ideas that say who we think we should be. And we often overlook the the piece of us that's just naturally ourselves. And the piece of us that uh, comes from our heart, comes from our goodness, comes from our own uniqueness. So it may sound like it's an easy thing to do, but in my work as a coach, I find that that's probably one of the most challenging things for my clients to do is to just tap into what they're innately good at and who they innately are to bring that forward into the world. How about you, Bridget? Well, I have found actually that um, for me it is. It's passion. uh, And I think you're innately good at what you're passionate about. And I feel that God has placed within each of us a passion for something for good in this world. And um, if we understand what it is that we're really passionate about that can bring about good, then I think it becomes really clear for us uh, where our influence and opportunities will be. You know, you've, we're talking about, you know, the, looking at a vision and a mission, Bridget, that has to do with working with uh, the poor. And that's poor people. Uh, people that, that, that today need a, need, a, need a hand up, so to speak. Uh, you know, what is it that you have found is the greatest challenge in this country, uh, the greatest challenge in this country to uh, provide assistance to people that, have less than most people? Uh, from my perspective, uh, one of the, the largest problems the people who are poor come to us with um, is uh, lack of self-esteem. Uh, they, have, they hear um, comments about people who are poor. They hear that we believe, unfortunately, that in this country poverty has begun to be looked at as a character flaw instead of a circumstance. And they have, for the most part, lost everything that they have. They've lost certainly the the material goods, their home, their job, their finances, mostly uh, most often their car. And um, so they already feel pretty badly about themselves. And then when we compound that with some of the uh, comments that you hear in the in the general world or in the media, the first challenge that we find is to reinstill someone with the belief that they are worthy, that they deserve to succeed, that they are capable, and that somebody will walk with them in the person of, of one of our, the people in our ministry. Someone will walk through them through all the problems that it will take 
for them to understand those things because we cannot help someone move forward in any arena until they believe in themselves again. Well, you know, from from the perspective of, you know, what's going on in the world and world culture right now, uh, there are a lot of people in that category that we call uh, poor, but yet the definition that can be agreed upon is pretty shaky. How do we define this group of people in one of the richest countries on the planet? It's uh, very interesting, and it's very subjective. You know, um, what is, what, what's poor to Bill Gates and what's poor to, to me? And um, really, is it poverty of material goods or poverty of spirit? Is it lack of education? Is it lack of jobs? Um, there's, there's a whole different sense. But there is the common denominator in the country of poverty level. Um, and that um, is, is a federal number. And what we don't recognize is the difference that it means for a family depending on where they live. So for a family of four, it's 22300 I believe, and $50 um, is the poverty level. But what can a person in Alabama get for $22,350 compared to what can a person in New York City or Boston or Seattle get um, in terms of life sustenance for that same amount of money? So um, it's, it's, it really is an incredibly subjective issue. Well, we can, I can definitely talk to the Seattle uh, point of view. We're going to take a short break, everyone. When we come back, we're going to learn about the Lazarus House, what it means, and how these two women are helping people globally understand what the clarity of mission and vision is in running an organization, but more importantly, how to be adaptable, how to be flexible, how to keep your eye on what the current issues are out there, and how to help people live life full out. Let's take a short break. You're listening to The Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. your best friend could take a peek into the future. Psychic, author, and cosmic coach Dougal Fraser is that friend. He's the queer guy with a third eye. From gossip to gurus, meditation to martinis, the Dougal Fraser Show is a call-in advice show that provides insights and information on creating your best life. Every Tuesday at 10, he'll take calls and talk about love, money, sex, pop culture, and give free advice. No topic is off limits. It's the Dougal Fraser Show. Are you feeling stuck in a dead-end job, an unhappy relationship, or struggling with your health? Would you like to thrive in all areas of your life? Trisha Moore can help you find the answers you're looking for. A gifted, intuitive consultant, Trisha will help you find your passion and gain confidence to move ahead at record speed. Schedule a free 15-minute consultation. Call 206-618-8601 and visit trishamore.com. Move into action one intuitive step at a time. Zeo 88 Zeolite, the natural and effective way to detox radiation, heavy metals, toxins, and pollutants from your body. High levels from Japan have reached the U.S. Remove these contaminants easily and safely by using Zeo 88 Zeolite pure powder form. Order now and receive a free month supply with every order. Call 888-402-6779. That's 888-402-6779. Or visit zeoking.com. Dr. Cindy Shriver cares about what you think of yourself. Dr. Cindy has helped thousands safely lose weight and will be leading a weight loss retreat in Costa Rica this July 16th. You will gently detox, eat clean, and finally stop emotional eating, utilizing Ayurvedic products for maximum health. It's possible to relax and release old behaviors and finally get that body you deserve. In this five-star paradise setting, contact yourtransformations.com or call 916-580-8799. TransformationTalkRadio.com TransformationTalkRadio.com Transforming the world one listener at a time.
We all want deeper, more intimate relationships. But how do we create successful relationships and maintain strong connections? Peter Kane has some real answers. Author of The Monogamy Challenge, Creating and Keeping Intimacy, Peter is one of the original breath workers and relationship trainers with over 30 years' experience. Breathe, relax, or create intimacy and keep it thriving. Visit PeterKane.org or contact Peter Kane at 425-802-2050. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program, here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. I got to tell you, this is um, this is a conversation that's near and dear to my heart. Uh, as I did before, I um, I'm thrilled to be introducing you to two women that have made a commitment to helping other people. The conversation uh, is about uh, getting clear on mission, making a difference. The focus right now in this conversation is helping the poor helping the needy, people that need a lift up. Why is this important to me? Well, many of you that have listened to the show understand a little bit about my story. And if you don't, I would like to send you to calltoconnection.com. Calltoconnection.com. Become a pay-it-forward angel and take a listen to my story of getting introduced to being at a place of need at a very young age. Homeless at 17, living out of my car, and lost to the world. How does that affect us? What happens when you're living your life, and especially in this country, and everything else around you, everyone else around you, seems to have the goodies, and you are struggling to make ends meet? And boy, I heard that from my parents more time than you can imagine. Joining me here today, Monique, Bridget, both of you. Um, before we go ahead and take this on, and Monique, for you to talk about it, I would like each of you to take a moment and let folks know how to find out more about each of you. Well, uh, my website, this is Monique, is www.soulworkscoaching.com. And my email is coachmonique at verizon.net. There's uh, some information there about the work I do with individuals as well as the kind of work I do with nonprofit organizations, specifically executive directors. And this is Bridget. Our information, our website would be www.lazarushouse.org. And my Specific email would be Bridget, the word bridge with one T, so B-R-I-D-G-E-T at LazarusHouse.org. Let's talk about Lazarus House a minute and uh, in the context of, uh, you know, what the challenges are to, you know, the, the poor folks today. And, boy, I say that term very loosely because there are so many people, millions of them right now, that see themselves as poor. Uh, and, and and never have been there. Monique, why don't you kick us off? Well, that's one of the things that Lazarus House has been seeing of late, I'd say within the last year and a half or so, more and more people who come here for services are newly poor and never would have imagined themselves being in this situation. Um, so, Bridget, why don't you tell us a little bit about the services that Lazarus House provides and, and what's happened over the last couple of years? Sure. Uh, first of all, we exist in a city that's an immigrant city. Um, it's a city of about 70,000 people. It's the poorest city in New England and the 23rd poorest in the country of its size. Um, so a lot of people come here for a start. And what that means is that they uh, don't have a lot of means when they get here. So Lazarus House provides a continuum of services for people. Um, people can come into our soup kitchen um, they can come for resources and how to get their needs met. They can come because they need shelter. We have an emergency shelter that can house eight families, five single women and eight single men at any given time. We have, uh, in addition to that, we have uh, two residences for people who are living with AIDS, one for individuals and one for families, and those are permanent housing. 
If people are doing well in our shelter, when they're ready to move out and the average stay is four to five months, um, if they're uh, succeeding in all the in their efforts, um, I should say if they're succeeding, and by that we mean effort, then they are welcome to our transitional housing program where they can live in their own apartment and replicate normal living, paying only 30% of their income. And um, part of their lease is to take the workshops and classes that we determine through our meetings with them that they could use, and we will provide those through our own social workers in both English and Spanish. We're largely Spanish-speaking community, both morning and night in case they have a job or they're in school, and we provide child care while they take those courses. Um, we also have a work preparation program, and again, beginning with people who didn't have luxury of an education or and so who may not be literate in their own language or in English, and so um, we start with eight weeks of English classes, followed by um, months of uh, four months of, of work in our cleaning company. And um, while people are in our cleaning company, they work for 30 hours, and they're paid for 40. So long as they can spend those additional, so long as they do pr- spend those additional 10 hours in our English classes, so their English continues to improve through their training period. They're evaluated every two months so they know what skills they need to still work on as an employee and um, given the opportunity for a, up to a $0.25 cent an hour raise. Um, and we also just started a culinary program where we have the local country club, the Andover Country Club, and also chefs from four of the local prominent restaurants have volunteered their services and are teaching our guests um, how to cook. And so food service being the largest single employer in the country, we found that a good venue. So far, every person, we've only had two, two, venue, uh, two cadres of classes go through that program, but every person is working um, that's gone through that class. And additionally, we have thrift stores that can, can help them with food, and, and, and we help them with food, and we also help them with clothing and furniture as they go through the program. So I want to I want to broaden this by making a couple of statements because I I have to just honor what you're doing, and people uh, these days are looking at um, sort of what's going on in this country, and there's sort of this there's this idea, and the idea is that there are people that are basically looking at the resources of this country. And that this country is just putting out an enormous amount of resources, especially in the area of medical care. And I want to just give you a few uh, bullet points and talk about self-esteem and what it means to be poor in an expanded definition of that. The reason this is so important is because um, there is some very startling uh, bits of information. You know, and let me just share this with you, and then I want each of you to weigh in on this. This In this country, by the way, more money per person is spent on health care than any other nation in the world. I mean, that's that's the number one thing. Yet, in the United States, and both of you can attribute to this, working with the, the folks that are poor, we are 42nd in the world um, in terms of life expectancy. Now, you would never think that. 42nd in the world in terms of life expectancy. And so what does that all mean in terms of poor? Well, it boils down to this, and this is what I would love for you both to talk about. What it boils down to is a statistic that shocked me, that 62% of all people filing for bankruptcy claimed high medical expenses and health costs and have put themselves in a category that we classify here uh, from a social and economic status as less than. So let's talk about the issues of self-esteem and self-worth for people that may be looking at themselves at poor, as poor, right, but not necessarily in that uh, dollar category. Do you, do you both understand what I mean? I think I do, Dr. Pat. I, one of the things I find uh, about what a, an organization like Lazarus House does is it allows the donors and all constituents who contribute to a nonprofit 
to build on their own sense of self-worth and self-esteem, regardless of whether it's a $10 contribution or a $50,000 contribution. And I think one of the things that's happened in this country is that we've we've gotten far away from our values of what's really, truly important to us as family, as community, um, as the capacity that we have to make a difference in the world. So one of the places to begin to build back up um, and move out of poverty of spirit, more so than poverty or, or as much as poverty in terms of material goods, is to find a place of purpose and meaning and being able to contribute from that perspective. And this is Bridget. We we find that so many of our our guests that come to us, particularly those who are finding themselves newly in a situation of poverty, have a great desire to give back. And that's all related to being able to hold on to um, some of their, their self-esteem, some of who they are, because without that, um, we, we lose hope. We find that so many of the people that we serve live in a low-grade depression all the time. Um, and it's because they uh, feel badly about themselves. They feel that there's no way out. And so it becomes overwhelming. One of the things that I want to get to here when we come back from break is this idea of self-esteem and self-worth. And, you know, from e- each of your points of view, I mean, can can we pull ourselves up? You know, can we pull ourselves up without having a sense of worth? without the clarity of what our life is about? And then how do each of you help people rebuild self-esteem? In a lot of cases, self-esteem that some folks have had before. Let's take a short break, everyone. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by anybody listening out there. Do you feel like you're down a court? Do you feel like you're just not confident in your own potential? to do the things in this world that you want to do. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family. Well, this show is for you. And it doesn't matter what your income bracket is. The bottom line is you know who you are. You know what your challenges are. When we come back, we'll talk about this and talk about how you can get involved. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. seen you in so long you look so different what happened to your glasses did you have surgery whoa i never noticed how blue your eyes are no i didn't have surgery and i don't have to wear glasses anymore i searched the internet and i found a website it's called better it is the best thing i have ever done there's a program called regaining your vision naturally and oh by the way it helps reduce stress you should check it out and you might be able to get rid of your glasses go to better Naturopathic doctor, founder of the Martha's Vineyard Holistic Retreat, and author of the New York Times bestseller, 21 Pounds in 21 Days, Dr. Ronnie Toulouse has helped tens of thousands of people, including celebrities and athletes, with her message of lifestyle change. Now, Dr. Ronnie Deleuze wants to help you. You, too, can be saved. Email Dr. Ronnie Deleuze at info at ronniedeleuzeonradio.com and visit mvholisticretreat.com. Dr. Ronnie Deleuze, your partner in wellness. Eight out of ten people suffer from chronic lower back pain. Are you one of them? Finally, a simple, inexpensive way you can stop the pain at home. It's called the Vacupractor. The Vacupractor's unique patented method uses vacuum pressure and leverage targeting only the lumbar region. You'll get guaranteed results or your money back, and it's far less than a trip to the doctor's office. Finally, a back pain treatment that works. For more information about the Vacupractor or to order yours, call 800-676-9320 or visit vacupractor.com. Do you know how to achieve wellness in all areas of your life? Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Signs of wellness are a capacity to love and ability to nurture, a sense of purpose, a good sense of humor and plenty of fun in your life, a concern for others and a respect for the environment, a conscious commitment to personal excellence, a sense of balance and integrated lifestyle, and capacity to cope with whatever life presents. Well, people enjoy their lives and want them to last as long as possible. That's why the wellness mindset usually accompanies other constructive healthy lifestyle habits. By adopting a wellness mindset and 
behaviors like eating well, taking the right nutrition for the body, exercising, and saying affirmations are just a few things to structure a healthy system of values and beliefs. I will be your wellness coach to help you achieve a wellness lifestyle. Call us at 888-777-4232. That's 888-777-4232. And visit us at maryjanemack.com. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Well, you know what? We just had a little heated discussion during the break, and I think it's going to carry forward because, you know, we're talking about Lazarus House. We're talking about having a commitment to work with the poor and how to get clarity on that. And, you know, that definition of poor is some somewhat uh, challenging for me uh, because it is such a standard definition in this country of how we define people by an economic status. And yet at the same time, uh, we're really not taking into consideration the full picture. I mentioned during the break uh, um, and talking about some of the challenges that people have right now and some of the things that are on the table. I also threw out to both of you some statistics about uninsured health. And the reason I'm focusing on health insurance, because there are really good numbers on the effect that this has for the uninsured, you know, the close to 50 million people in this country uh, and the expectancy rate uh, of, of living. And so I want to talk about this in the con- context of self-esteem because we get dinged left and right. And if you've ever been down a court and needed help, you understand what it is like to be at this place where yeah, look at I'm getting messages all over the place here. I don't even know what that's about. But you know, here we are. We know very clearly that people are getting hit. They're getting hit about self-esteem. They're getting hit about family life. They just can't pick themselves up. And I want to know what you both have to say about that. Well, one of the things I do here at Lazarus House is I support the staff so they can do their job. Well, which part of which a huge piece of which is um, being able to serve the guests and begin to build them back up. So, Bridget, why don't you tell us a little bit about some of the programs and specifically one of the the, the, the mission that you see around building people back up and restoring their self worth to them? Well, you know, we, we've all been crea- we've all been created with a sense of dignity and, and respect, and and as Dr. Pat said, life chips away at us little by little by little by little. And that's that's for everybody. You know, none of us gets through life unscathed. So um, to be able for us to have, um, to be able to serve our guests well, we need, we need to be in the best place that we can be. And so not only professionally but personally. And, and basically, as I have said to you, Monique, for years and years, we would not be able to come anywhere close to accomplishing what we accomplish for our, with our guests um, without the support that you give the individuals at Lazarus House, who many of whom are living in, in um, not great financial straits themselves, but who can come and, and give their all because you're here. So I think part of what Bridget is saying is that uh, it is being supported, reaching out, asking for help, uh, and then being given an opportunity to step up out of that place that we often can get stuck in when we are down a court. Like just looking at the glasses, maybe possibly being half full rather than half empty. And one of the things that I've found about Lazarus House is that it does that extremely well. And um, Bridget, tell us a little bit about how you you motivate people to keep their spirits up. Well, one of, one of the things that um, that we always uh, do with our staff is is to help them to understand their value, um, their importance in life, not just not just as a staff person, but who they are, and and try and respect that by giving them um, opportunities for um, professional development, personal development. If somebody needs a day off, if somebody needs a caring arm or a listening heart, how can we be here for each other? Because if we're not here for each other, we can't be here for anybody else. So basically, um, it's the community. Um, 
we just came off um, a half hour ago an interministry staff meeting where all 60 of us got together. Um, and and um, with your facilitating that, um, looking at what you know, what good ha- uh, happened at Lazarus House? What did you do that's good this week? What did you see that's good this week? Who, how were you um, able to influence one of the guests? And just to be have our spirits fed by the way that you got um, Monique, that you had people intermingle and connect with each other. It's the connectedness. We're all part of of the one family and. As long as we can keep being a family and try to become more and more functional as a family, we can continue to bring people into the family. And one of the things that I love about Lazarus House, which it doesn't always happen at other workplaces, and it is a way to build esteem, is you come here and you get a hug. There's an open open arms, there's a hug, there's acceptance of who you are regardless of what's going on in your life, Uh, there's uh, support, there's treating everybody with dignity and respect. And I think that is a key in terms of how the mission of Lazarus House, which is to help people move out of poverty, to open doors out of poverty for people who are poor, serves not only the the folks who are materially poor, but it also serves the guests uh, and the benefactors and volunteers who come who might be somewhat spiritually poor and feel less than they could about themselves because it gives them a purpose and a place to contribute. Would you like to say a little bit about how um, the Lazarus House has contributed in, to the lives of donors and volunteers? Sure. I think that um, it's important for donors and volunteers to understand. We name no buildings after anybody because um, everybody gives who gives from their substance, um, everybody who gives all they can give, um, and we know that people do that here, uh, deserves to be treated equally. Uh, dependent, de- irregardless of their station in life and, and what they're about. I think that um, because we believe that Jesus is within each person, we are a gospel-based ministry, so we believe that Jesus lives within each person, so we're called to treat every person the way that we would teach Jesus, we would treat Jesus himself if he walked in the door, because we believe that he does that in, um, in um, each guest or donor who comes in. And so the the little boy who we gave one Christmas toy to who lives here in the neighborhood who saved up all year to bring me $4.82 so I could help another child. The, uh, the old lady who gives us $2 out of her Social Security check has probably given us as much, and I don't in any way shortchange that, as, you know, the donor who gave us a half a million dollars to move forward um, it's all so significant, but it's it's an understanding um, the reality. I just saw the movie The Help, and yeah. uh, and the valuable lesson as as Abilene said to to little Mo Mabley, you know, you is kind, you is smart, you is important, and isn't that the truth for every human being that walks through the door? Some of them know it, some of them don't, but we have the opportunity to give them the message. Well, you know, let's talk about this at a different level because I completely agree with you. I mean, you know, one of the things that I've learned, you know, given my own experience is, you know, ask the question, what would Jesus do here? Well, you know, since we brought Jesus into the conversation, I love that. What would Jesus do here? Would exactly. Jesus charge people $10, $15 that can't even afford to live? You know, would Jesus take away somebody's Social Security uh, benefits because the government overspent? I mean, what are we really talking about here? What are the implications for both of you in keeping going and keeping your vision and mission straight, given the outside world? I think this is the challenge many of us face in looking at our lives. But for you, Bridget, and what your vision and mission is about and how Monique is helping you, The question that becomes when we come back from break, you know, how do you have to adapt and change? How are you preparing for what may look like in the next four or five years the greatest level of, quote, poor people we've had in this country to date? Let's take a short break when we come back. You know, how do you make a difference? Well, this show is about making a difference. And today, Bridget and Monique have stepped up to talk about how they're doing that. When we come back, 
You will find out what it is they're doing to prepare for the future, what that vision looks like, and how each of us can help. You're listening to The Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I would love for each of you to find out more. We'll give out the websites in a minute when we come back. Uh, go to drpatlive.com if you've missed any part of this. We'll be right back with the show. If you've gone through a separation and feel disappointment, despair, loss of identity, and fear, there is a new pathway to joy for you. SoulWorks Coaching empowers you to go through this separation with soul and hope. So get ready to step into a new relationship with yourself and build a fabulous new life. Contact Monique today at 617-328-7113. That's 617-328-7113. And visit soulworkscoaching.com. Give yourself this gift of love today. Do you dream of being on the amazing race? Well, here's your chance. Grab a friend and prepare for an exhilarating race around the city when City Solve Urban Race comes to your city. Teams of two will solve clues and face fun challenges while racing around the city. The winning team gets $300 and a chance to be in the Las Vegas Championship race to compete for a grand prize of $5,000. Not only will you have a ton of fun, you'll also be helping a good cause. A portion of the proceeds will benefit a local charity. To start racing, go to City solveurbanrace.com Hi, I'm Dr. Lucinda Messer. Are you having problems with raising your vitamin D levels? Well, you're not alone. Here are the top three reasons why it's difficult to raise them. Number one, you may not be taking enough for your weight. Most people require 1,000 units per 25 pounds of body weight. Number two, you may not be taking it with the proper kind of food. And number three, you may be experiencing what they call vitamin D resistance. To learn more about this, visit my website, PowerfulD.com. That's PowerfulD.com. Is Egypt calling you? Are you dreaming of taking a spiritual pilgrimage to one of the most magical destinations on the planet? Being in Egypt immerses you in the realm of infinite possibilities. The veils are thinner, your connection to your full potential more accessible, and your heart opens more easily. Picture yourself meditating inside the Great Pyramid, exploring the sacred temples in exclusive visits, and cruising down the Nile on a luxurious sailing yacht. If you're interested in travel that transforms and rejuvenates you, join Dr. Friedemann Schaub and Danielle Rama Hoffman, author of The Temples of Light for a Spiritual and Healing Journey to Egypt this November. Call for more information, 866-903-6463. That's 866-903-6463. Or visit EgyptIsCalling.com. That's EgyptIsCalling.com. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program, here's Dr. Pat Basili. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Uh, we are, we're all fired up here a little bit. And let me tell you why. I, not only do I know what it's, it's like to be poor, I also know what it's like to go through every dollar I've ever saved to heal myself of a life-threatening disease. I understand what it means to be at a place in your life where everything you thought was real fades away, where you don't have any connection whatsoever to what we're calling that flow. You know, I got to interview last night Andrew Cohen. He's got an amazing book out. Um, and, you know, in this book... He talks about that spiritual instance, that spiritual moment, that thing that's called flow. And it's not about being here now. It's like being here next to stay in line with the level of acceleration of spirituality, consciousness, and stewardship. And my very special guest today, both Monique and Bridget, know a lot about this. Thank you both for joining me here today. Before we get into this conversation, I want you to take an, another moment and give out your information uh, to our listeners. Okay. Well, my, this is Monique. My website is www.soulworkscoaching.com, S-O-U-L-W-O-R-K-S, coaching.com. Uh, my email is Coach Monique, M-O-N-I-Q-U-E, at Verizon.net. And our website here at Lazarus House is simply that, 
dot org and it's L A Z A R U S House dot org. And my email is Bridget B R I D G E T at LazarusHouse dot org. So let's talk about planning for the future. Uh, during the break, we were having a conversation, and I have to tell you, I am shocked by the level that we are talking about people uh, in our political system. I mean, I understand that we've entered some very interesting times of conversation, but what's on the table now uh, in order to make a correction for me is shocking. Uh, as a matter of fact, the notion that if you're not, uh, if you have not claimed your Social Security by, let's just say, two years from now, you're going to be dinged. Let's talk about this because, you know, aren't we actually creating another level of poor by, you know, looking at people that have the highest cost of medical expenses, just as an example, and maybe getting the lowest uh, levels of revenue to pay for those? The incredible problem is, uh, yes, that we continue to increase the numbers of people who are poor. We're almost eradicating the middle class, and we're going to have, as in many third world countries, a very rich class and a very poor class. And um, it continues to astound me that, that we don't notice that as we continue to cut help to people who are poor um, through the government. I find that, that the government problem is that people are addressing a phase of the problem. For instance, one administration will attack hunger, one education, one housing, but nobody recognizes that they're all aspects. The problem is poverty. Unless the entire problem is addressed, then nothing will ever change. And that hasn't been done really since Sergeant Shriver when we had the lowest number of homeless people in the country after his war on poverty. So the, the numbers are frightening, to tell you the truth. Um, we have seen in our food pantry um, a year, almost two years ago, we were giving food at our food pantry. That means to take home and cook for people who still have a room or an apartment. We were giving food to 240 families a week. Um, this past Wednesday, we gave food to 200, uh, I'm sorry, to 841 families to take home in this city of 70,000. And just to give you an idea, the school up the street has a, children who are there, the, the percentage of children who are in that school who are living below the poverty level is 94.7. And that's, not so untypical of Lawrence. So there's no balance in this city. And um, we don't see people panhandle because there's nobody to panhandle from. So that's the kind of, of city we're living in. And, um, and that's fine. It's an immigrant city. But the numbers that we're seeing now are absolutely insane. Our, our annual budget right now is $3.4 million in cash and 2.7 in in-kind goods we get 35000 from the government, everything else we raise. But we are the only food pantry in this city that has not had to close once this year because of lack of food. So when, when we say, can we continue to do this and how can we, we follow it with, how can we take 10 to 12 tons of food, which is what we give away weekly, out of this community and expect there not to be repercussions, expect there not to be a reaction on the part of people who are so hungry, um, expect there to be no extra violence in the city. Um, it's an incredible thing to have that kind of responsibility and really no um, guaranteed source of income every week. Well, I, I, it is a ripple effect. Monique, wh- what's your perspective? What are you doing to help Lazarus House? Well, the uh, one-on-one coaching that I do with the management team as well as uh, individuals within the organization who might be struggling, I'll, I'll, I'll work with them because I believe that when an organization has healthy people and supported people, they can do their job much more effectively. Um, the other piece I'm doing is uh, sort of on, on my sideline is 
investigating and looking for other kinds of alternatives to the current uh, setup in the country. So there are organizations that are creating uh, alternative modes of, of uh, currency. There's a, an organization in western Massachusetts that has what they call the Berkshire, and it's out in the Berkshires, and they have a, a, they're creating an alternative form of currency where you can pay forward uh, a service that you provide, and then somebody else, you accumulate points, and then somebody else will um, will be able to provide you provide a service, and they accumulate points, and it's just really giving to each other and supporting each other without an exchange of actual money. Um, and I, I also, in order to to deal with my own fear that comes up around all of this, or panic at times that comes up with all of this, I surround myself with positive people. I stay in a place as grounded as I possibly can, uh, which can sometimes be a challenge. And I I learn as much as I can about um, the new ways of thinking and new ways of behaving in a community, because I believe that it's going to be community that's going to bring us forward. We can't count on our government, unfortunately. We can't. Um, they're proving it to us that we can't. So it's how do we build community, and that's uh, a beautiful model for community has been Lazarus House because it truly is a community that supports all these people um, in the city and has been doing that for 28 years. Well, I want to thank you both for joining me here today. Uh, and I want to congratulate you for, you know, staying true to yourselves and making a difference. Thank you both for joining me here on the Dr. Pat Show. Thank you thank as well for who you are. Thank you, Dr. Pat. Well, I'll tell you folks, um, this is something that if you're not fired up about, I hope you do get fired up. Because being in that classification called poor can happen to any one of us. And until you're there, you don't know what it's like. But thank goodness for both Monique and Bridget, uh, the work that they're doing, that they're helping people move beyond that survival mode into thriving. We'll see you next time on The Dr. Pat Show. Thank you for listening to The Dr. Pat Show, radio to thrive by. To contact Dr. Pat, visit thedrpatshow.com. Tune in next Thursday for another dynamic hour of The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile.